This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. And three, two, one, and we're live. <laughs> How do you freeze up? You don't have the camera on you. Look at me like... Every time you say live, I just assume there's a camera somewhere watching. I wouldn't do that to you without telling you. And I can't do that to you because this is one of those signs where you're shirtless. No, it's all in your heads, people. Imagine me shirtless. Oh, my God. So, um. What's up? Now, this is our third episode of Closeless Chat. Closeless Chat. And every time you come over here, I ask, do you want to do it? And you say yes. Yeah. But, um. I never have a topic. Exactly my point. So, um, you said you didn't listen to the one from last week. Absolutely not. And, I just um, let that I- one roll. Before anybody gets to it, yes, I know my smoke alarm is going off in the back. Um, I let somebody cook in my house for the first time. Don't be such assholes. You all have a smoke detector that needs a battery. It's not that it needs a battery. It's just the fact that it's like... What was that stupid beep? (laughs) So my stove itself, like it, like it, if you cook wrong on it because it's electrical stove, it causes more smoke and it's got the hood right above it, but you have to That's just because there's no calibration of those stoves. It can get over hot. There's no controlling that little circle thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's still a little air of aroma of the cooking. I made some fake orange chicken, y'all, and I and I kinda I didn't burn it. It was just so much smoke. Yeah, and it was fucking good. It was awesome. It's different because I let you cook. And normally, I, you know, I, I don't let anybody cook in my house. So, yeah. Yeah. He's a typical man. He has nothing in his kitchen worth using. No, I'm just playing. Ooh, I'm ouch. joking, everyone. I'm joking. Ouch. So, um, He has better pots than I do. And... <laughs> How well is my cooking? Uh, it's delicious. He needs to start selling plates. But let's not go there. Well, I will say this. Um, hmm. I know we haven't discussed this recently, but um, it's January after Christmas. How are you dealing with the winter blues? It's, I think I'm sad because I like going outside so I can't go outside because it's cold it was extremely cold yeah today is cold very cold today basically I ain't dealing with it at all ain't nothing you really can do but go to work and keep living and try not to kill yourself you just wait to spring and when you say kill yourself you mean driving safely Yes, that's what I mean. Of course, I'm not advocating self-harm. self-harm. Yeah, no, no, no. In no form. But I will say this. Friday, it was a fucking mess driving in that snow. Yeah. It wasn't a lot. It was just like, it was just coming down steadily. and It, it just down. started out of nowhere. Because I was mm-hmm. out when it started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it got crazy quick. So, um... I need you to talk about the movie that you made me watch today, Mr. Walker. Shady's Revenge. 
This movie is about a man who was possessed by a man from like the 1940s. This is the 70s now. So he's been possessed by this man from the 1940s. He's come back to get revenge on the man that killed him and his sister, Betty Jo. <laughs> it's funny. Like, what killed me about the movie? Like, it was, quote-unquote, a horror movie. And, but... What killed me is he came out the he came out the bathroom with a perm. And he was like, yeah. He's like, yeah. You gonna like my... What, what the fuck it was called? Conk. It? It's conk. Conk. Like, the fuck, dude? Like, damn. Oh, uh, we, we're gonna talk about the sex scene. We're gonna talk how, about... Uh, how he was hurting her, but she was like... But yeah. she was enjoying that shit. Like, wait. Wait a minute. Stop. No, no. Oh God! Oh God! I was like, the fuck. Like, so, do you want him to stop or keep going? You're giving us mixed signals. Oh God! Um, she was and, enjoying that shit. She was enjoying it. And it's on Amazon Prime. It actually doesn't cost much. It doesn't it cost. It doesn't cost at all. It's what is it? I always mess up the name. JD's or JT's Revenge. JD's Revenge. Yeah, I always mess it up. But yeah, it's fairly funny. If you got an hour and a half, you just want to watch something old school funny shit, watch that. It's hilarious. And it's meant to be a horror movie, but some of the shit that we see now is just like... I think, right. It's meant to be a horror movie, but if you watch it now in this present time, it's going to be funny. <clears throat> it had um, the, the, the Colonel from um, um, A Different World. Ah, yeah. He played the pastor. <laughs> no, no, no. He who was the, no, um, he played Ike. That's who Ike was. was what? Yes. That's you're who, lying. So the colonel. Oh, that it. No, I think you're getting them. Or is no, that the cook? No, the, the colonel. cook was. No, 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 no. The colonel. Am I confusing? Yes, I might be confusing because he now. looks old. He he is. He was like he was like in his sixties when he was doing Different World. Wow. Yes. I thought that was the pastor you was talking about. So the other young man. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that's why I said he looks the same in a different world than what he was looking in the 70s. See, I was totally somewhere else. I think I was talking about the preacher. No, Not, not um, what's his name himself? Oh, no. Not him, but okay. So we were able to, able to actually fully finish Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. What are your thoughts about that one? I think it's a fairly cool idea. The whole interverse is how there's a Spider-Man for a different universes. I think it's cool. Mm -hmm. And then they bring out a black Spider-Man. I think that was kind of cool. Well, he's not black. I think he's mixed. He's, his father was black. But his, his mother's mother Hispanic Puerto or Puerto Rican. Yes. Some Spanish descent. I'm not sure. The mother. No, I'm telling but, you, she was, she was Puerto Rican. Now, fun fact, in a comic, not only does his parents find out that he becomes Spider-Man, like in the alternate universe before they change things, um, his mother dies first. And it's all a sad moment. His father dies too, but when they fix the multiverse, they come back inside of the main his world. Inside the main Peter Parker's universe and he kind of treats him like Spider-Kid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And he, married, he marries Gwen Stacy in the future. Okay. Yeah. Weird. Comics are weird I wouldn't know but okay I'll take your word <laughs> so um we watched the January episode of the Simpsons okay skip the January episode of the Simpsons shout out to the Simpsons for 31 years plus of giving me life <laughs> um how about the feed on Netflix? Okay. Yeah, I still got to finish watching it. Did you watch all of it? Mm, yes, I have. I've watched all of it, but I can't say that I've seen it because a lot of it was background noise. But 
I got the gist of it or my understanding of it. And like I stated to you before, I'm not too excited about the future. And I'm kind of excited that I will be dead when this kind of technology comes to pass. I mean, I guess we're all scared of something new, but it's just the idea of how the how the feed itself made it as though this was something spectacular. You have to have it, you have to have it. And once they pushed it on to everybody, there was still these ways it could be hacked. It took one person to get some corrupted information and it messed everybody up. <laughs> So it was like one person fucked up and it fucked everything up for everybody. It's just, it's too intrusive. Like for me, it's just too intrusive. Like you have put something in my head that allows me to communicate with everybody, see stuff that I ain't got no business seeing, but then mind you, it's a corporation that controls all of it. So they see what you see. They have access to everything that you see. That's crazy to me. I don't want no parts. <laughs> okay, so when are you deactivating your Facebook account? Oh. <laughs> I'm never going to deactivate it. I only take breaks. <laughs> no, that's actually... Um, but that's actually... That's, part, that's feed. Like right there. That's real. That's the feed of right now. And I'm just being real. That's the feed. That's how the government watching us. That uh, social media, like, yeah, why not? It's easy. Anytime you go searching for some shit and then like, you was just searching for it on Google. Then you go on your Facebook and it's popping up in your timeline. Wait a minute. What is going on? Or has anybody ever thought about some shit and then all of a sudden it's coming up your timeline? You ain't even typed it in yet. I, to be fair, if it's if you type it in at least a little bit, it's in your search history. Yeah. No, I get it. But, you know, the sad part about it is, they've been doing the shit for 20 years now. I mean, but you, if you don't pay attention, then how do you know? You just think it's normal. Granted. So, do you remember Edward Snowden? Absolutely not. So it was the person who was a NSA contractor that said broke in the story that um, the government was spying on people. Oh yeah 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 yeah. And it was about probably ten years ago. It was like they was taking data, sharing data, right? Right. Sharing your right, your personal information, selling it. Right, and they, they were surprised that the government was getting it. Right. People were surprised, but in two thousand they said they were already doing that. But see, depending on where you put it and how you put it, nobody hears it. But a selected few. And then the selected few was trying to tell the rest of us who didn't listen. Yeah, whatever, whatever. And now it's, it's a big deal. You know, I we watched the episode of Adam's Ruins Everything. There was an episode about how Facebook actually has a cost to it. Yeah, how you think it's free, but it's not. Right, it was even one part of that episode where a woman was actually outed because of a Facebook suggests some shit to her. But she wasn't publicly out. So, like, yeah, the shit is... I wouldn't say it's scary because technology, to me... I mean, it's we all gotta evolve. We all... That's what, you know, we're here to evolve. But it's like, what the fuck are we evolving into? And the dangers that's coming with all of this technology. It's like, the more we advance, the more vulnerable we leave ourselves. I don't know if you catch it, but... I get what you're saying. It's you fix one leak and another one bursts for it. But it's to me, it's more like a tool. Tools can be dangerous or helpful. For instance, the old... It's an old, uh, old stoic saying that people have bastardized from here to, to back. Um, swords don't kill people. It is the person behind the sword that kills a person. The sword is merely a tool. How you choose to use it, how you choose to use the blade, is actually could be damaging. So for example, I can use a blade to save a life. That's what surgeons do. They use a blade to save a life. Or I can be 
pig headed and use a blade to hurt somebody. In the end, it's not the tool, it's the intention behind it. The only problem is people have taken that phrase and bastardized it. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Yeah, but people can't go off and kill 60 people at one time and not be stopped with a fucking knife. You know what I mean? That brings me to a point. I haven't seen it yet, but did you see the new Eminem video? No. But you know what I'm talking about? I've heard of it. I haven't seen it. He's talking about the Vegas shooting. What about it? He made a new rap song where it's like six minutes long. Cause he's talking about how the Vegas shooting like affected people. Negatively? He's talking about the sniper, right? Yeah. Well, he shot all those people. Yeah. Just um. Because reasons. Yeah, I know. Uh, okay. What? Please don't. It didn't affect me, so I really don't care. <laughs> so, it didn't affect it just didn't I had no tie like I was sad oh whoa oh my god but I, it, it didn't make me what was I supposed anything. to feel what was I supposed to feel and see that's the beauty of the song the beauty of the song is to say people got sad for a little bit but there was no t real talk about changing things. But that's how, that's the majority of the shit that's go on in the world. We get sad, they broadcast one story out of a million, because there's a million stories like that. There's a million stories about somebody dying and getting shot every fucking day. So, number one, you become numb, because you always hear somebody dying. And that's why I start with the black kids in the, in the inner cities mm -hmm. that see their friends getting shot, so that's been normalized for them. Mm -hmm. Let's not start there. So, me hearing about some people getting sniper shot, I'm okay. <laughs> but, and see, here's the thing. This is one of the things that I actually try to do with my outreach about things. Did you know the United States is, is participating in a genocide in Yemen? I, I wouldn't put it past. So... The U.S. is a bully. The U.S. just feels they can just throw money around or just feels like they're entitled and I fucking be wanting to tell them people look, kill the president don't kill us cause we ain't got shit to do with him we just we ain't got nothing to do with him we don't make those decisions now wait, wait <laughs> I want to actually be clear the Crimson 606 right. channel look, brand we're not trying to get advocating. nobody advocated to kill not a soul <laughs> and it's sad that you can't be you can't say what you want but our president can go and say things that are very wrong and he hasn't gotten shot or hasn't gotten paid for the con any consequences. any consequences but if i say something on this show or on this talk and we're privately talking not privately but you know yeah. either way they're going to be at my door in a few days so <laughs> i will say this the thing about, you know, what gave me hope, just as you and I are talking and just as our conversation can be broadcast around the world, a lot of countries have actually now seen how Americans actually are. And they know we are discontented with our government and our leaders. And so there were interviews going around that, um, especially um, Iranians, where it's like, we don't have a problem with Americans. We have a problem with your leaders. It's that fucking idiot. Even the Ayatollah <laughs> was like, don't anybody touch an American cities, but we're going to make these motherfuckers pay. And it was, that's where we're in the world. We're ending a place in the world where it's just like, there is so many, so much upheaval for people that they're just not taking anymore. You see the shit that's happened in Argentina and the global, you know, Western South where there are people that are protesting to have their voice heard, to say, stop fucking with us. You see so many governments that are in turmoil because the people are standing up and saying no more. I would hope the US would actually start to follow suit to say, 
hey, let's all stand in solidarity with each other to say we deserve better. But we get a lot of division and just... And I, and, I, and I know I've said this to you before about how racism is a tool to divide us, divide poor people amongst each other in order to in order to stop us from looking at the big structural problems that's keeping us all down. You think different? I don't think different. I just feel like race plays a big part, bigger than what most people... Race plays a big part. And I feel like a lot of times people downplay race. Mm -hmm. I don't want to sound angry. I don't want to sound ignorant. I don't want to sound like the woman that's black is right, blackity black, and I'm black, y'all. No, I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. But I am very aware of how this, this, this great US of A, great American has played black people. <laughs> like, and I'm trying to say that in the most nicest way possible without sounding angry and ignorant and like. So I give you that. But and I'm like. I understand that, especially you and I are both were raised in Chicago. So we saw a lot of stuff out the box that's just like was targeting black folks but to me judging by the people that I've had to spend my time around two that were outside of the just the black community they don't have it any much better than we do but they're told because of their race that they do but see they act like they do and some of them treat us, even though we're in the same class, they will treat us as though we're lower than them. Simply because they feel, I'm white, I'm better than you. I don't give a fuck if we both make $2 an hour. I'm better than you. And some of them have the nerve and the audacity. <laughs> the audacity. <laughs> to treat you like you're nothing. It's just sad. Now I do understand and I do feel like the newer generations, mm -hmm. I don't know how that sounds, but like the generations coming up now, I feel like they will be more diverse and more accepting of a, like of all everything. Mm -hmm. But like my generation and all older, maybe under me, maybe a couple years under me, mm -hmm. I just feel like no. Nah. Well, too our much, generation, I just feel like blood, it's too huh? much. I just feel like that. Like it's a lot of stuff that wasn't accepted when I was growing up, that's now accepted. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like there's a future and it's gonna get better. But I think motherfuckers need to really acknowledge that there is racism and that has played a role a lot because I'm just sick of people kind of downplaying it like it, like it hasn't. And like, we're not really just getting over it, racism, because people act like, like slavery was yesterday. If you think about it, you're great, great, you're great, grandmother no, or you're grandma. like great great like basically slavery was yesterday slavery ain't passed that too long ago slavery was just a couple of generations let's not neglect that and act like slavery was like billions of years ago no some of the effects are still playing on us and people are trying to downplay that oh slavery let's just get over it let's just get over it like i said i'm not trying to sound like the angry black woman in the room but i just like I state, knowing what I know now and really just looking at it, we got dealt a fucked up and raw deal and people don't want to acknowledge that. They just don't. So They'll acknowledge, and I'm sorry to cut you off, they'll acknowledge Jews and have given them reparations. They won't even acknowledge us. <laughs> they won't acknowledge the shit. Like, you can't tell me that they're not, they're not trying to acknowledge us. And I know I'm coming off as angry, but it's just that based on what I've seen and what I keep hearing the government, y'all ain't trying to acknowledge us. So, my question is, do you think it's such thing as white privilege? 
Yes, I do. And what do you think that is? Oh my God, I believe it is. And what is it to you? I just believe it is. Meaning, like examples of like how it's been, how I've seen it. What do you think? Or like example, just power plays. Just the fact that if I, if my, if your son, no, how? What am I trying to say? I almost want to say legacies, like with college. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like your your son. Or your grandfather may have went to Yale. Mm-hmm. And because your grandfather went to Yale, now you're able to go to Yale without trying hard. Whereas somebody else may have to try a little harder where you really didn't have to try harder. Or basically, let's start with maybe some of these Fortune 500 companies that was passed down. Like that was wealth. And that was wealth building on you making sure that me had no run or no horse in the game redlining maybe giving us higher loans and i'm not just talking about blacks i'm talking about maybe blacks black and brown people giving you know us busted ass loans to keep us in debt like stuff like that like that's like come on so (laughs) hear me out hear me out i don't want to offer too much of a critique to what you're saying but what do you think when people that may not be black, brown, or other. I don't, that's see, but that's the thing. Wait, wait. We keep trying to include these people until you can show me somebody that's actually, it's a couple of people that's for us. You know what I'm saying? That really have there because it's black people that really don't trust nobody outside of black. Mm-hmm. Like they don't, they always feel like if you're not us, you, your agenda is not for us. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was certain races like certain people so i'm asking let me ask the question what do you think when somebody who is white hear the term white privilege what do you think that they think they probably feel like there's no such thing as white privilege Why but anytime i walk into a store and they automatically assume and maybe these are cliches but i've i personally experienced it and i'm not paranoid <laughs> going to a store they follow like the cliches going to a store they following around um like you they grab their purse they may cross the street or they just look at you like what are you doing here you're not supposed to be here like i've gotten that and i'm fairly nice and fairly well accepted where i go so to to kind of get that is like wow if you're threatened by me and i don't feel like i'm threatening what is going on so i wanted to actually give you the opportunity to say that because one of the things that people actually complain about when somebody who may not be a person of color hears white privilege, they say, oh, I'm not rich, so I don't have any privilege. And I got another point, but go ahead. But, and I think this may skirt on your point, a lot of it, they don't realize, they don't mean that just because you're white, you're automatically rich and powerful. When people say white privilege, they mean you don't start off with an automatic deficit. That's what I'm saying. I know. And I give you that. <laughs> and so here's the thing. What people need to realize, and this is why I, and I'm one of those people that you may have accused of minimizing race, but it's to a point where it's just like, on both sides, people need to say, it's like, I know we don't like each other because of our shared bad history. But in the end, you're no better than me. I'm no better than you. I'm with you. We're in the same I'm with you. I'm with you. And we need to stick together and force these rich bastards to acknowledge the fact that we're not fighting each other anymore. The fact of the matter is, think about it. There were poor white farmers in the South. They fought to keep and did slavery. Service, right? No, they, no, they fought to keep slavery in the South because they felt as if if the black people got free, then they will be no better than the black people because the black people were poor and they were poor. This constant thing of stand against each other because while y'all fighting each other, y'all won't be fighting us. But yeah, the men and women the sexism that you see there is a movement that is designed to tell men that they need to be 
the head of everything and a woman needs to know her place and if you don't have a woman knowing her place then you less of a man and it causes division and fights between the people instead of saying yo is no reason why you should have to have a two person income in order to survive but because we're not being compensated for our work as much we're having to struggle and find two incomes and like fuck if we had to if we were able to go back to a place where you only needed one income to survive and support a family that would be fucking awesome well we'll never go back there <laughs> we'll never go back there we're moving forward and you need three income <laughs> you need three and um, that's yeah. the sad part about it it's like and like I, and I get what you're saying there are some people that just don't understand our plight but in truth a lot of a lot of politicians they don't understand we had we literally had two African American prominent pro politicians and within the last month they have suspended their campaign for presidency one was Kamala Harris even though she was black and she was California and she was a she was a sister girl she still played to power you know what she did as a district attorney using district attorney letterhead because she wanted to prove how tough she was but then how is she not the same as somebody white using some of their pool or some of their because exactly how is that any different exactly and how is she shamed and this person not so here's the thing this is the reason why it was specifically different from her because in the end she tried to play the you know the identity politics cards but when she started telling people when records came out that she put black and brown people in jail at a higher rate to prosecute them to show how tough she was oh when she like i was going to she threatened to tell parents on district attorney letterhead if your child doesn't go to school you can go to jail i heard about that <laughs> i ain't never sent my son no <laughs> i like threats i ain't never sent my son to school since second grade no <laughs> but the thing about it is you're not playing towards the community. You're playing towards, I look acceptable. Cory Booker, the mayor of, of Jersey City, or Trenton, one of the fucking cities. He rent, He used to live in a hood before he became a senator. But when he got that money, he had that power, he started selling out to drug companies was an advocate for raising prices i mean but that's just what i don't get it i don't get it i just don't it's acceptable like i don't understand they took bribes they did things well it's not it's 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 not illegal bribes because they're campaign contributions they're fucking bribes that's all they are you hit it right on the head but we call them but these the same Caucasians do it all the time. And I wouldn't vote for them either. <laughs> like, I don't understand. But I wouldn't vote for them either. Basically, these are shady people. And so, there's like, which crook do you pick? I don't understand. Like, anybody that gets into politics, I, from all I've seen, they've done very little. Anytime I vote, I don't see where the fuck my vote goes. I don't, I really don't think my vote counts. Especially since the last president won and I was working the election. I said, if this man win, and it just proves to me that my vote means absolutely nothing. But that's where you're wrong. I will say this. The fact of the matter is there were 70,000 people that felt the way you did. And they voted by not voting. In and Michigan, look what happened. Bomb, bomb. <laughs> exactly. Look at what happened, people. We got to vote. And so, <sighs> and I know we, we can't keep you long because I know you have to go for the evening, but that's what happened. Now, granted, like, 
fucked up. It's fucked up that, and it's fucked up that we got the idiot as a president. But you know what's even more fucked up? A lot of the corporate Democrats that we have basically also led the way to Trump getting elected. Because over the eight years that Obama was elected, the Democrats lost a thousand legislative seats in governor's mansions. A thousand. This is why off-year elections are so important. If we didn't have the big off-year election that we had in 2018, we would probably be already at war in Iraq, in Iran. Because that's when you get the, the people that were more progressive coming in in 2018. Now, I hit every election every two years. Because of how important voting for your senator and your congressman is. Because when you do that, the president should only be enforcing the law, not writing it. But we got to get people out to vote on off-year elections. But I think it comes from a place where a lot of people want a top-down leader. I don't like top-down leaders. I'm a little bit of a rebel. What? What are you thinking about? You just shaking your head there. I don't know what to say or what to think anymore. I just think this world is an oxymoron. (laughs) Welcome to Earth. I just, that's, and I'm just going to keep saying that this world is an oxymoron. I've been on this earth 36 years and the longer I stay here, the more I hate it here. (laughs) Okay. 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 I give you that, but it's fucking ridiculous. What are you going to do about it? Absolutely nothing because it's not my world. See, it's not my world. But see, that's where you're wrong. I'm just gonna continue to go to work and make sure my family is all right and so here's keep my, it moving. I'm gonna keep being nice, keep being Stephanie. That's it. But here's my thing. Bubbles. That's <laughs> where a lot of them want you to actually be. Think about it like this. If you're just focused on yourself, and not focusing on at least talking with other people and getting their opinions or not change your mind, but to be able to just speak about certain things or to educate themselves. How much more effective would that be? It's, you know what, to be honest, I have to educate my own, like my, my family, like, I'm sorry. The way the world is going today, if you don't take your time to educate, the TV and the web will do it for you. Because, let's be honest, if we're not telling our kids nothing, where they're going? They're going right to YouTube. They're going right to their friends. So it's like, I'm okay with YouTube. I'm okay with this whole, you know, internet situation. It's fine for certain things. But the internet can also be scary and can also give you misleading information. Trust me, I know. I just did a video with somebody with misleading information. That's why I'm like, no, I'm going to try to tell and help and talk to my family about stuff as much as I can to try to get them to think outside the box. But this fucking social media got motherfuckers out here like crackheads. (laughs) So, yeah. Me being one of them. Me being one of them. So, the fun part about the internet, the bad part about the internet, we're going to say the bad part about it. The crazies all talk to each other. Remember, every village had an idiot. Mm-hmm. Now it's easy for them to talk to each other. Now they, now they found each other on social media. <laughs> it's, pre- it's groups of idiots. The idiot group. <laughs> but, but it has been effective with sharing knowledge. I like that part. I like the fact that the internet has made it easier for people to, number one, gain contact, number two, stay in contact, and just for people who are shut-ins, have some kind of outside entertainment or have some type of connection to the world, but the rest of that shit, 
is purely evil. (laughs) Not all. You know, don't talk too bad about the internet. It's where we get a lot of porn. But, but. I like porn. (laughs) I will say this. With the rise of internet um, information accessibility, um, I know a lot of people are dismayed by this, but the religiosity of people are is actually going down with the more exposure to information. So people are becoming less and less religious when they find out what their religion actually says. And that's crazy. But that's what happens when people are no longer sheep and they start to think for themselves and they get information outside of their parents and they go outside of their homes and look to other things. And it's not even that you have to look at dangerous information. You just need to know that there are other people out there like you. That's what I'm saying. Like for you to grow up in a sheltered environment and then get on the internet and realize I've been feeling this way and I'm not the only one and I'm not wrong. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, validating. You don't feel alone anymore. Oh, wow. It's a whole group of you motherfuckers. Okay. (laughs) Oh, God. I enjoy our our talks. I don't. They make me upset. (laughs) (laughs) What? Ah. Oh, my God. Black power. No. (laughs) So, a little bit, a little bit of, like, behind the curtains thing. So, the thing about it is... When me and Stephanie hang out, we, we talk about stuff. Usually it's me actually just going on long soliloquies of information. However, this is a way that I get her to talk back in long, drawn-out sentences. Because if not, I'm just going to say, okay, yeah, no. And when we <laughs> first started this, her biggest fear was, well, I'm not going to sound intelligent. I'm like... Damn it, you are fucking fine. Have that conversation. I'm still trying to get her to create a YouTube channel. I refuse. I refuse. You will never see how I look unless you try to find me on Facebook. (laughs) And good luck, because it's a million million of Stephanie's. (laughs) I'm not white, by the way. We have like, a video of you on my channel. Okay, but still, people might think I'm white. My name is Caucasianist. Like, it looks like it could be either or. Just make sure with this conversation, you're not doxing yourself too much, okay? I'm I put, not. I put my full name out there because I'm an artist. By the way, check out my um, my Etsy's page at Crimson60620. It's um, Etsy shop long sage art also you can actually check out crimson 60620 art on facebook did i did i just shield there what yeah i just shield i did some shilling what is that it's when you get on the internet and talk about your brand how oh uh, you know how i'm like an artist that a plug actually, you plugged yourself I fuck fucking plug yeah at least i didn't you know, brag about my Patreon, which is at patreon.com forward slash crimson six oh six two old PS4 gaming. I didn't say that. Pay the man. <laughs> Pay the man. I swear to God. Um, so guess whose birthday's in a month? This guy's this guy. Oh my god. I'm serious. I want to go to a place where I see memory glands. All of the memory glands. Memory glands? Breast. Breast. I pretty much knew what you were talking about. <laughs> I'm like, memory glands. Although I, I heard it's ignorant to say, yeah, work up real hard up and down that pole for this dollar. I, I've heard that got people kicked out of strip clubs. Just flash some dollars. They'll be fine. Oh, God. Um... Any other topics? Anything else? I don't know. I can't think of any. But I feel like if you're if your listeners enjoy our conversations, 
why don't you shoot us some topics to talk about? Anything. Within reason. Nope, nope, anything. I'll talk about anything. Within reason. (laughs) Oh, God. I can only imagine. This is the internet. So they finna be shooting all kind of crazy shit. (laughs) Oh, boy. What you think? I know. Oh, shout out to this. Since this is a whole big episode and we're talking about racism and classism and stuff like this. This is the Sunday before MLK Day. Ah, Martin Luther King's birthday. Well, the day we celebrated because his birthday was on the 15th. I think it was the 16th. 15th, 16th? Okay. It was Thursday. Yeah. But they don't celebrate it until today. Well, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So. Hey, does anybody know if you get paid time and a half? I think we do. Yes, yes, we do. We get paid time and a half. For anybody working on Martin Luther King, ha, gives me a great incentive to go to work. Yay. Time and a half. For some, not all. Yeah. I heard Walmart people don't get paid for holidays. Yes, that's the reason why we need to fucking... They don't get paid for holidays. We need to fucking rehaul. And rehaul. that shit is funny as hell to me. <laughs> but they get one uh, one share of stock, I heard. I don't know how true that is. but Versus the, you know, three owners that have thousands of that Thousands stock. of stocks? They, yeah. Shout, shout out to my man Bernie Sanders for making sure that they motherfucking pay their workers better. That was the first thing he did after the fucking... 2016 election when he lost, he was like, okay, I got all that political power. Let's go. So what they make? They were making less than that. They were making like $10 an hour. He literally took his political powers like, fuck you, pay them more. You got that look on your face. Because I don't want to sound so... I used to be pissed because... I was mad because when motherfuckers at McDonald's, and yes, I said motherfuckers at McDonald's, was asking for $15. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, as a CNA, mm-hmm. I wasn't even making $15. Mm-hmm. It pissed me off mm-hmm. because I'm like, I'm taking care of a whole human. Mm-hmm. And you want $15 to flip a burger. Mm-hmm. I laughed because I'm like, not only... Mm-hmm. I, at the time, this is how I feel, and I still kind of feel the same way. I'm like, you want fifteen dollars for flipping a burger? You do understand that if you get that fifteen dollars, the cost of living is gonna go up, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be like you're making ten dollars because they're gonna tax the fuck out of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, to quote Wilson Fisk from the Daredevil Marvels, Marvels Daredevil on Netflix, a rosin tide lifts all boats the point in lifting the one of the lowest paid wages paid out to people is not to say they're getting it it's to say they're getting it and I should too so remember how we were just having a discussion about racism Mm mm-hmm the fact is, that's, I wouldn't say a trick of the system, but it is a trick of the system to say, well, they're supposed to be lower than you and they're getting this. And it's not even like, I get it. I get everybody needs a living wage. I fucking get that. I'm not arguing that. Mm-hmm. Well, then everybody pay needs to go up. That's how I felt. And that's where <laughs> we should be. You hit it right on the motherfucker. Everybody pay needs to go up. Exactly. And I get what you're saying about everybody should be together. We should all be against this one force that's keeping us down. But in a real fucking world, in a real world, when do you think that's going to happen? I don't think that's going to happen in my lifetime. You have to qualify that. In the U.S. You talking about Everybody in the U.S. getting together and standing together against the government? Well, not against the government, but their corporate interests. So, it's happening. 
It's happening across the motherfucking world. It happens in places where it's so fucking, where they fed so much fucking things that it was like, fuck you. No, you're not fucking with us. Well, I they, guess it must be in those countries because in the U.S., I guess they pacifying us so good that we don't see it. So, France. <laughs> France has had three motherfucking riots out of the last six years. Three motherfucking riots, especially in Paris. You know what the most recent one was? They were gonna cut some kind of. They were gonna cut some kind of assistance. Motherfucker said no. They went into the middle of the fucking street and said, "Fuck you." Not only that, guess who they got to bring uh bring out where they had to like break up the po- protesters? Guess what? No, you go ahead and guess. I don't know. No, just, I'm trying to think of my my reply. So please. No, no, no. Just guess. Jesus, I don't no, know. Just, no, <laughs> but you would think they would bring out the policeman, right? Right. The policeman says, "Fuck you." Oh, we so stand- they're with them. Exactly. So you thought you had somebody to help you, but no. They had to bring no. out the national, their equivalent national of the Guard. national guard, because in the end. We're not fucking around. We're all standing together. It goes back to, you do better in a group. If we stand together, we'll do better. But I just feel like in this day and time, it's too much going on. If you're saying that they're trying to put race against to keep us from actually seeing the bigger picture, Mm -hmm. I can understand that. But I just need them to understand that they should not act and negate the fact that you fucked us over. You're right. And they need to acknowledge that. And that's where my gripe stands. In the fact that you fucked us over, it's been proven that you fucked us over. And you still won't acknowledge it. But you acknowledge the Jews. You acknowledge that whole holocaustic situation. But you will not acknowledge what you did to us. And they... like, you will not, they will not. And that's the part that really, and I think that's the part that really hurts black people in a whole. The fact that we know what you did, it's been proven. We now see the facts. America won't acknowledge it. Well, they, like, there were, there were Aboriginal people that were here that they still haven't acknowledged. And every time they make a treaty, they break it. So I get what you're coming from. And we have to wrap this up because it's been close to an hour and i can only do this shit for an hour okay but we gotta go oh we gotta go and we need you to like and subscribe huh we need (laughs) you to like and subscribe yes subscribe to crimson 60620 i don't want to give you my information yet i don't like (laughs) y'all don't take that personal people Damn, it is getting late, but this has been a great conversation. As always, this is Bubbles, a.k.a. Stephanie, signing off. And this is Crimson. Hey, if you guys actually want to hear the show, please, please share this out. Share this out. Share this out. Share this out. It'd be great. So, um, next week, did you want to do a video while we doing it. I'm asking these people to give us topics. Give us some topics. Alright. So, talk to you guys later. Peace. Bye.